You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you want to be a part of the show, at Game Day CLE on Twitter and on Instagram. Let's look ahead um, to the Philadelphia Eagles coming to town. I like these joint practices, too. I think teams get more accomplished uh, in a controlled setting, at least for coaches do. And then I also heard just a little inside tidbit here that um, Jason Kelsey may not be coming to town, coming home. That's that whole high tie connection. So we'll see if Jason comes home. He's, you know, he's. He's been battling injuries for the last couple of years, and I don't know if the Eagles want to uh, want to risk it with him coming in. We'll see. I hope he comes in, but um, I had heard rumblings midweek last week that there's a shot he may not come in. Daryl, your thoughts on this uh, week with the Eagles? Yeah, I'm with you. Look, I think that when you're talking about a uh, preparation standpoint, joint practices are much better than the preseason games. Coaches can control the environment. They can get more out of them because you can, hey, if we want to work on fourth and fives or we want to work on goal line or we want to work on red zone, offense deep, right? You can just set that stuff up. And I'll be honest with you, I think the NFL preseason would be a little more entertaining if, in fact, that's what they did, right? Like, hey, uh, the the second quarter is going to be a red zone quarter, right? And the team that scores the most touchdowns, wins the quarter, do, you know, to do something yeah. like that. Again, I, I realize I'm talking fantasy land here and we'll probably never see something like that, but um, it's part of the reason Jacoby Brissett is not going to play uh, Sunday afternoon because he's going to get all his reps that he needs against the Eagles in those two practices. Joel Petonio made a great point too. I mean, those joint practices are as good as the coaches that run them. And as focused as the players are because if the players just come in and they and start fighting all day right nothing gets accomplished we remember what happened between the browns and the bills up in new york remember when well, it was my whole childhood like i every time they would have these joint practices i remember like yeah watching the nightly free. news yeah. oh where was the fight in, in buffalo this week right yeah i mean remember in indianapolis indianapolis yep. against the colts a couple years ago they actually had to end a practice early because the the teams just kept fighting um and so um, I, I like the joint practices. Uh, I certainly see the appeal with them. 
I think that they're more beneficial than the preseason games are. Um, it would make a lot more sense to me if joint practices replace the entire preseason, but we know that's never going to happen because the preseason is a revenue stream for the NFL. And um, you want to be careful because in joint practices, they do, they still limit game speed at times. Um, and in the preseason, you do get legitimate 100% uh, game speed because you have guys that are competing for roster spots. But um, it, it's going to be a hard week for the Browns. It really is. It was a light practice on Sunday. Um, a lot of three-quarter, half-speed, walk-through style for the Browns in addition to the uh, the positional drills that, and individual drills that they did. But uh, Monday, Tuesday, I expect to be pretty intense. They'll be off on Wednesday. The Eagles come to town for Thursday, Friday. And then you got the preseason game Sunday. I mean, it, a hard, hard week of work awaits the Cleveland Browns. It's it's not going to be an easy week for them, not by any stretch of the imagination. Do we, it, we cut down on Tuesday too, right? We go back to uh, 80? Go from 90 to 85, 90 to 85 at 4 yeah. p.m. on Tuesday. That is correct. And then the following Tuesday, they will go from 85 to 80. And then August 30th at 4 p.m., the initial 53-man rosters are due. And then at noon, August 31st, waivers expire and teams can put together the practice squads and start claiming players off the waiver wire. It just doesn't it feel odd to have Sunday preseason at one o'clock? I don't know. Is it me? I don't know. I'm just curious. I'm used to games Sunday at one. It's like, I've covered the rounds for 15 years. I'm used to the Sunday afternoon at one kickoffs. Andy, come I've on. lived it. I've it's, lived it for 54. You're right. You win. You win. You're it's right. It's the primetime games that I have trouble adjusting to. I will never have to adjust to a Sunday afternoon at one kick. Come on. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, you're right. Point, right. I mean, most preseason games, yeah, they're usually seven o'clock or eight o'clock on a Thursday or Friday or a Saturday night. I, I hear you there. Um, in fact, uh, I believe they play Sunday and then they'll play Saturday, if I remember correctly. Chicago, right? Yeah, Chicago. So um, yeah, I'm okay with a Sunday afternoon at one preseason kick. Sure. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too, with the name your price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right. So, I mean, just it, I thought it was off at 9 a.m. for all I care. Let's get it over with. <laughs> Let's have the rest of the day. Um, I, I also think you know, I felt like we turned the page. I know we talked about this early in the show, but it, it feels like it's Jacoby Brissett's team right now. Right. Does it feel that way? Like okay, we understand what's going to happen with Deshaun. He's going to sit out at least six games. We need to hand the reins over. So the, you know, and we may not see him next Sunday, but this is an extremely important week for him. to. to he's got – I mean, I don't – no matter how much they want to say Deshaun Watson's the man, the man, the man, and that he's going to be the starting quarterback, that doesn't matter anymore. Jacoby Brissett has to be the man, the man, the man, or else the season's going to get away from this team really quick. Well, I mean, look, on Sunday for the first time, Kevin Stefanski – really acknowledged that they're not going to have Deshaun Watson in week one. Like he he said, Hey, 
he's not available to us week one. We've got to, you know, begin preparations with uh, Jacoby. And that's why it was always part of our plan to go ahead and start turning the keys to the car over to him here in this particular week uh, of uh, the preseason. Now, I will say this. Um, Deshaun is still getting sprinkled in with the first team offense. Uh, it basically, Jacoby goes out, gets his reps, comes off. Deshaun gets a couple of reps. And then Josh Dobbs comes on with the twos. Uh, at least that's what happened on uh, Sunday. So, yeah, I mean, it's the, the timing lines up. And, yeah, they got to get this guy ready for, for, at minimum, the first six weeks of the season. And that's how the Browns have to operate until, again, as we're all waiting for Peter Harvey. Hello. Hey, Pete, you around? Hello. Hello. Hey, uh, can we get a decision at some point here, like soon? Uh, season's approaching. Like to know. Is number four going to be allowed to play? If you can get around to it, I know you got a busy schedule, but anytime you could get around to making a decision and letting the rest of us know, that would just be fantastic. But um, yeah, I mean, this is the but this is the week that they really ramp up getting Deshaun, or I should say, ramp up getting uh, Jacoby Brissett ready to be the Week One starter in Carolina against who I'm guessing is oh, going to be Baker Mayfield and the Carolina Panthers. I'm just throwing that out there. I think it's uh, going to be a show. That is a show unto itself. Let, let me just, let's wrap up the, the other game. I didn't think I, Josh Dobbs felt good, but again, I'm looking at, okay, he looks good against Biff and six. And by the way, for Baz, I thought Josh Rosen was going to look. I thought he was okay. Six, seven for 56 yards. Yeah. I, look, I mean, uh, Dobbs, I, I was really, really impressed with, um, you know, Rosen, for a guy who hasn't gotten a lot of work in camp, I thought was pretty good as well. Um, he did not look like a guy who was getting minimum uh, snaps. And uh, so uh, the fact that you have both of those guys uh, kind of waiting in the wings a little bit here, um, and you got to get them work too. Uh, it, it's going to be an interesting roster decision to be made uh, by Andrew Barry. Do do they keep both Dobbs and Rosen behind uh, Obi Brissett uh, with Watson going to the reserve suspended by the commissioner's list there on uh, August 30th? Um, yeah, I I was I was impressed what I saw uh, from a quarterbacking standpoint for the uh the final three quarters of that game in Jacksonville. I thought they I thought both of those quarterbacks did a nice job. Daryl, uh let's go into final thoughts here. This is a quick quick podcast. It felt like it was pretty fast, especially for all the content that was going on. Uh give me your final thoughts. Well again <laughs> come on Pete do us a favor. Just tell us what's happening. How many straight weeks is this, Andy, that we've been having a conversation about? Well, I, I just I think there's just this unbelievable sense of frustration, whether it's in Berea yeah. or it's fans or it's media or, you know, the voices that we hear on the air all the time. It, it's just frustrating right now. And it's hard for me not to point the finger at anybody other than the commissioner because he could have ended everyone's frustration. It, you know, for, for everything he said that he wants – uh, Deshaun Watson to be penalized war and what what they want he just all he do is turn the car on it would have been over well I'm gonna point he's the dragging finger. it out I'm gonna point the finger at Deshaun Watson well I, I agree with you on that too he, I mean he, uh, ultimately... he's the one that put him in, he's the one that put himself in the in the front seat of the car here and uh 
Had he not, we wouldn't even be having these uh, discussions. And had he not, he might not even be a Cleveland Brown. He might be a Miami Dolphin, right? Good point. Um, Good point. But he's he is a Cleveland Brown, and uh, yeah. So my final thought is just I, I for for the Browns' sake, for our sanity's sake, for fans' sanity's sake, it just it would be nice to have a uh, a final resolution to how how many games is he not going to be available so that everyone can kind of get on with things right and we can actually really really start to focus on football instead of having these conversations about what may or may not happen with Deshaun what may or may not happen with the Browns with or without Deshaun and, and things like that and you know we can start uh you know really talking about this football team and and, and where they are and where they need to go and Ultimately, hey, you know, how are they going to keep the boat afloat uh, once we have an, uh, a, a set number of games that Deshaun's not going to be available because um, the team is built to win today, but we're also kind of seeing some cracks already of where they might not be as strong as we thought they were. So that's my final mm-hmm. thought. And we'll get to talk about that later in the week when our next podcast drops. So thank you for listening. It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin for our amazing producer, Meredith Kane. Thank you so much, Meredith. It's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, please subscribe to the podcast, or you can always uh, chime into us and, and hang out with us on social media um, at game day CLE. Feel free to give us some stars too along the way. Hey, thanks for listening to it's always game day in Cleveland.